don't beat you over the head with our opinion. And we listen to yours. The new face of talk radio. Voice America Women's Radio Network. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. This informative and entertaining show will start your mornings off on the right foot. Here's your host, Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you are listening to Voice America Women's Network. And with me today, as always, is my co-host, Lauren Beller. How are you this morning, Lauren? Good morning, Catherine. I'm okay. <laughs> You're, I hear it in your voice. You sound just okay. You've got that, like, you got sick again. Oh, God, yeah. You know, I just, I, I always thought that people that got sick from their kids were, like, yeah, faking right. It? It's not faking it, but, you know, you can't get that sick. But, see, you know, they bring it home, and now here I am, sick again. And it's not as bad. It's not as bad as the flu. It's just a head cold. Yeah, and I can hear it, and you're going to get sicker when she goes to school. Everybody says that to me. Yeah, and you needed me to say that, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, you know, I'm glad. No, I'm not glad you're sick, but, you know, you're talking about. First of all, we have to tell you our show today. The title is Beauty Marks. So you have to figure out why I decided to uh, title it Beauty Marks. But uh, three different types of sort of ways of looking at beauty, I guess. And the first one is Sophia. Sophie. It's not Sophia. Sophie Uliano. She's uh, gorgeously green and eight simple steps to an earth-friendly life. So apparently green is the new black, and we're going to talk to her about that. And I actually saw her on the Oprah show for a half an hour. She was on with Oprah and Julia Roberts. Um, and Lauren Allison and Lisa Perry, you are going to love these two women. The women who uh, who is always tan and has a flat stomach, and they talk about all these women who always seem to do be the perfect moms and make you feel like you're a horrible mother. And really, <laughs> it's very funny. I read the book yesterday. Uh, and Arthur Aganiston, I don't know if you remember him, MD, The South Beach Diet. Now he's written a new book, The South Beach Diet Supercharge. So uh-huh. that's what we're doing today. But you're sick, right? Um, so I, uh, but I'm I'll, here. But I'm here. Yeah, I I need you here. Uh, it's always good to have you there, even if I talk too much. It's always like you know you need somebody on your team, and I don't care whether you're a talk show host or whatever you're doing. And I mean that's what the, as a business coach, that's what you've taught me. Can't go it alone. You need to feel that somebody's there for you. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Now, I saw a thing in the paper the other day, which I'm guilty of, and I was going to ask you because it has to do with baby boomers and baby boomer women. And apparently about a third or more of baby boomer women do not go to the doctors, do not get what they call the necessary um, checkups, the necessary tests that one would get when you're, say, starting at age 40, mammograms, colonoscopies, all of those kinds of things. And they don't, you know, with all the information, and we're, you know, we provide a lot of that information on this show, they don't seem to go. And I thought, why? Why aren't they going? It is interesting. You know, <clears throat> I have not been since I've turned 40, but I have been prior. But I do say, what, why do we not go? I ask yeah. myself. I actually, it's on my to-do list. i got to call my doctor and get an appointment. For exactly those things, you know. Why do we not go? Well, I know why I don't go. Why? And I think, because uh, I thought about this. I mean, and I, I don't go because the experience is so horrendous most of the time. And maybe I just don't have the right doctor. But when I go, they make me feel like I'm sick. 
at, rather mm-hmm. than I'm healthy. And supposedly these are preventative measure, measures like a mammogram uh, to prevent you from getting sick. But there's something about it that makes me feel like I'm going because I'm sick and I don't want to feel that way. You want there to go is, to a well clinic. Do you go to a well clinic? Well, I have to say the doctor that I saw here in Austin last year, she made me feel like I was like super healthy that I didn't have to come back for like 10 years, you know. <laughs> Until you are sick. <laughs> but that, so that wasn't a well clinic, though. I mean, no, that, it was her not, attitude. No, exactly. She was really just positive about, you know, where I was and how I was taking care of myself. But uh, it was not, you know, there was people all around sick in the waiting room. Yeah, you see, with me, I always feel, and I, and I think maybe it's because I just don't, as you say, go to a well clinic or go to a physician, or I saw these two women physicians advertised in our newspaper, our local newspaper, who are just, you know, it's a women's practice. Uh, I think maybe I'm going to investigate and maybe go to them. I don't know because I need to switch. But I don't, You, it's, it, it's just not an, where I'm going right now. Uh, and I'm, I am well, but they make me feel like I'm sick, and so who wants to go? Exactly. I don't blame you. Yeah, so I think that's part of the problem. But obviously, if one-third of baby boomer women are not going to the doctor and not getting these, you know, taking these preventative tests and all those kinds of things, there is a reason for it, and I think this is one reason for it. I would think you're right, and I think yeah. that there is, matter of fact, a good friend of mine in Albany, she actually found a, and I'm not sure what kind of doctor it is. I mean, I think it's a fertility clinic because that's where she's been going. But That I'm not going you to. You don't need that. <laughs> but the point that I wanted to make is that she loves the office. She says it's like you walk into like a pottery barn office. She says it's gorgeous, it's welcoming, it's healthy. Um, it feels good. It feels good, and she loves it. She made a point of telling me this the other day. She says, why don't more doctor's offices feel like that when you walk in? My doctor has green walls and old rugs and old magazines and yeah. all that, you know, and, and sterile, and it's disgusting. You know, I don't want to go there. Well, it's interesting. I think that, that I would agree with you. That's probably why people don't want You're healthy. Why would you want to go to a place like that? Exactly. And I'll get sick when I go there. Everybody's sitting there like you, coughing and exactly. sneezing and blowing their nose. Exactly. Now, yeah. Now, Oprah and I know you are a big fan of Oprah, so am I, but have you read the news about her ratings lately? I have. Yes. I, the, what is it? Today show yesterday said, the queen has fallen. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if she's fallen. I mean, she's a billionaire, and she will go on to do what she's going to do, even if she doesn't do it in this format. But I guess what they're saying is, one of the things they said, they thought that her ratings dropped when she endorsed Obama. I, I heard. I'm yeah. not sure about that either, but I also think there's a lot of controversy around her supporting so heavily the um, Eckhart Tolle, A New Earth book. And, you know, a lot of religious-minded people, I think, are threatened by it. And I think that's why, that, I think that was, sort of, those things happened around the same time. So what is I, I didn't what tell me what are you talking about this I never heard about this one what is it She did a ten week podcast where she took this book which is very new agey very new agey and um, sat with him for an hour and a half for ten weeks in a row on on the internet and promoted it heavily on her her TV show So this is a book that Oprah prom- promoted which is new agey meaning what What was the focus of the book um, Well he's all about being present you know being in the current moment and um, what it would be like, if, what, this, what the new earth would be like if everybody could be much more present to the, the moment in this, you know, this current moment versus thinking about tomorrow or being angry about yesterday. Because he, he feels that so much of our issues are because of our egos mad from yesterday or worried about tomorrow. So we're not ever in the present moment. 
does that have to do with mindfulness? Very much so. Yeah. Very so much be, so. Yeah, being in the present. I think that's probably true. I don't think that's the only thing, but I think that that's probably a big part of it, why we are so frenzied and stressed out. And Yeah, because all of it doesn't really mean anything is what he's saying. You know, it's all made up in our minds. He doesn't say it that way. I'm saying it that way. <clears throat> but she really made a – she co-collaborated with this author – and I even I had a person that I've been working with, and her husband told her that she joined the new religious cult. That and I was laughing, I was laughing really hard, thinking Oprah started a religious cult. But you know, it's so not true. Well, maybe Oprah has reached a point in her career that she now is taking sides, and that's okay, and that's I what she's going to too. do. And then, as you say, then people, then others. If you, once you take, well, whether you come out for Obama and somebody's, you know, and half your audience, or not half, but are for John McCain, well, then you're going to lose some of them. And if you come out with a certain kind of, well, you're talking about a, a spirituality, a way of living one's life going to turn other people off exactly and yeah. i think that's good that she is i mean here she is 50 i think she's four years older than I, or four years i think she's 12 years older than i am so i think she's 52 or 54 and um i think at that point in our lives we should be standing up for what we believe in you know yeah and she's yeah i agree with you and i think that that may be part of it too or maybe the format for that kind of a show also is just you know waning which happens i mean um you know but if 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 she requires a different format, she'll do it. I mean, because she's... Well, she's, I think there's a lot of people that are <clears throat> threatened by what she's done. I do think that she's using the Internet in ways that people haven't even dreamed about. And I don't know what it costs to do what she did with those. I mean, she had a couple of sponsors for it, but it was it was literally technology-breaking in a wonderful way, you know. She's so doing why things. didn't you email me and tell me about it? I didn't know. I didn't, you know, I thought everybody knew about it. I didn't know about it. I think I, I mean, you know, I said I know everything, but I didn't know that. I thought you, I, because that's why I didn't tell you, because I thought you know everything, so I didn't tell you. <laughs> you just email me, because I would have like, is it over? Can I see it or uh, not? You know what, it's not, it's over, but they're all on iTunes or her website, and you can download all ten weeks and listen, you know, listen to them at your leisure. Yeah, that's what I like to do. I find myself, that's what I'm doing on the Internet now with all of these shows. I'm watching everything at my leisure. I, I love it. I can do it when I want to. And I think that more and more, and I think most people, many people are doing that, don't you? I mean, Absolutely. Yeah, my ab- mother-in-law was visiting a couple of weeks ago, and she is a diehard uh, Dancing with the Stars fan. Huge fan. We did, I don't, I'm not, so I don't pay attention to it. And we accidentally missed the show. She was devastated. So I got online, and I found it, and she watched it at the computer. <laughs> she was, she thought she died and went to heaven. She loved it. So you are her internet guru. Yes, and she she was so thrilled that she could do it. Yes, I'm her, not just her guru, but you know I was looking out for her. Uh, you know she loved it. Very cool. How long did she stay? Ten whole days. She's not listening, so we could talk about the visit if you like. Can we like. talk about her? <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Mother-in-law visiting for ten days, that's a long time. It is a long time. Yeah. And, and not just her, but, you know, father-in-law, too. Oh, my ten days. And I have to say, overall, it was a very nice visit, but um, that's a long time. So how did you do it? We don't have to bash mother-in-law or father-in-law, but just from a pers- – that even with the best relationship – Having them there for ten days, having anybody in your house for ten I agree days, with it wasn't that. your partner or your kid or whatever. How'd you do it? Well, I did work and I closed my office door a lot. You know, <laughs> I just said, you know, it's time for me. I I used the time for myself as well. You know, I had to take care of myself in it. 
I would do my ex- I would go and do my walks. I would go and do my swim. You know, I just did my thing. And at the same time, when I wanted to include her, I did. And when I didn't, I didn't. So what do you do when mother-in-law says some little comment that just could drive you crazy? I mean, like, up, you know, and after 10 days, some of that stuff has to come out, uh, even with good intentions or even with not good intentions. How do you handle that? Close the door, go into your office, or go take a walk or a swim? I realized that I probably said as many things to her that drove her nuts as she said to me. Ah, purposefully? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's not listening, you said. Not but. purposefully. Not on purpose. I did not do it on purpose. But I realized that she mistook some of the things I said, and she didn't She didn't understand my intention around them. So I realized, and she had made a comment, so I realized, you know, she totally missed, didn't understand what I was implying there. So did you so, say something? Did you address it? I or did. Or you just let it go? No, no, I did. Yeah. I said, you know, I didn't. I realized that when you said such and such that you didn't understand what I meant, and I just, I put it out there. So... I had a hard time not getting mad at her because, I mean, I didn't get mad at her, really. I I realized that she probably said things that I took wrong and vice versa. So is it important? Do you think you should get it out or do you think you should just, you know, it's 10 days and mother-in-law, she's going to go home, so forget about it and just, no, you you get it out. You talk sometimes about it. Sometimes I do and sometimes yeah. I let it roll off my shoulders. You know, Depends like, how important the issue is. Exactly. And yeah. I, t- I took a lot in stride because I, she's going through a lot health-wise and, even as I realized that, you know, so many of us have so much going on, and I just realized that at that point it's probably better just to shake it off and just move on and not take it so personally, you know? Yeah. You are very mature. <laughs> You're very good. We're going to leave. Uh, we're going to uh, take a break on that one on Voice America Women's Network. Catherine Zox with Lauren Beller, and I'm your social worker with the microphone. Don't go away. Lauren and I will be back in a minute. talk with you not at you we're voice america women's radio network the new face of talk radio what it comes down to ladies is that defining line between been there done that and ain't going back baby yeah i've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers maybe even dolls babes darling sugar and sweetheart but i say that women are truly amazing Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific right here on the Voice America Women's Radio Network. Are the days passing by faster than you can believe? Do your kids, job, pets, family, errands, and life demands leave no time left for you? Listen to Life Tune-Ups with Lauren Slocum each week. You can have it all, balance it, and truly enjoy your life. Be ready to have fun, laugh, and learn from celebrities and everyday heroes. We don't need an entire life overhaul, just a little bit of tweaking for our lives to be what we want. Life Tune-Ups with Lauren Slocum, every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Women's Network. Your life is waiting for you. Experts say everybody is addicted to something. Did you know that addiction affects about 15% of our country's middle class population? How many people do you know who are dependent on some kind of substance? Would you guess your friends, your neighbors? How about your family? You may be surprised. Many of us live with chronic pain, which has made us drug dependent, prescription drug dependent. Others struggle with alcohol, methamphetamine, and cocaine addiction. 
Do you have a chronic pain problem? There is another way out. Tune in each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time for a new prescription for health with Dr. Richard Gracer on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Radio that talks with you, not at you. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. You're listening to The Catherine Zoff Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Welcome back to The Catherine Zoff Show. Good morning. Thanks for joining us this morning. And us is Lauren Beller and Catherine Zox on Voice America Women's Network. Uh, Lauren, well, we were supposed to have Sophie on this morning, but uh, I don't know where she is. But oh, we can no. Still... Yeah. I'm well, we're to her. To, yeah, we're trying to get a hold of her. She's all set. Here she is. Great. Oh, <laughs> I, <laughs> we did get a hold of her. Sophie Uliano, gorgeous author of Gorgeously Green, Eight Simple Steps to an Earth-Friendly Life. As uh, I saw her on Oprah, and her best friend, actually one of her good friends, is Julia Roberts. Green is the new black. Adopting a green lifestyle is among the most positive choices you can make, says Sophie, but being green doesn't have to make life gray, which is what something that I think many of us women think. Every woman can learn how to look and feel fabulous without polluting herself or the planet. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you on this morning, Sophie. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. It's great to have you. But you're so right. I mean, you know, green and you hear green is the new black, but still there is that kind of connotation, like if I go green, it's going to be boring, I have to walk around in my Birkenstocks all day, but not true, it can be very glamorous. It can, it absolutely can be glamorous, and uh, and I think the, the thing, my, my passion behind writing Gorgeously Green was that I really want, I, you know, most of my friends, when I started really getting into the green movement, you know, many of my friends, I thought there's no way that they're going to do, do this stuff if they have to compromise and give up all the things that we do as women that are fun, you know, from getting our hair done to our na- going to the nail salon to buying lovely clothes and makeup, all, all wearing nice makeup and all of those. Kinds all of, of that. You but you know, Sophie, but you said something because you said when you got into it. I want to ask you because I'm a social worker. But how, at what point? Why did you decide? I know you were really passionate you know, about what you do and a passionate environmentalist, but how, what was the defining moment for you when you said, hey, i got to go green, gorgeously you know, green? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, th- there wasn't really a defining moment for me for going green because it's been something that I've been increasingly doing over the last, a long time now, a good many years. But I think having a baby um, is eight years ago when I got pregnant was a big was a big motivator for me in, in, in really thinking about it and becoming a lot more conscious, you know, and thinking I've this, I'm bringing this little thing into the world. It's not a very clean place. There's a lot of toxins flying around, you know, in and out of my home. And, you know, and it just, I think having a child also really prompts you to think about future generations and, and, and how you're going to leave the planet. So that was a big catalyst for so me. So priorities, so that, that really helped you. Kind yes, of reset your did. priorities. Yeah, yes. you want a, a clean, good place for your for your daughter. Yes, for my daughter. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was kind of we can call that the defining moment. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> now we're talking. All right, well, that was eight years ago. Okay, now uh, I, I, you know, the, I have to admit to you, I went to the grocery store the other day, and probably for the 
second time, not the first time. You know, they yes. had all the bags out in front that you can purchase and not, and I, for some reason it was my breaking point. It was like, I can't keep buying these plastic bags yeah. and, and the, and the, and Sarah, it got to me and I bought yeah. all the ones that they have and, and now I'm starting to use those. And I, I don't know what, what, what it was, but I really started to feel guilty. I can't do that. I can't buy plastic. I can't, you know, get the, the bags that ruin the trees. So, yeah. um, I did it. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Because it, it just really is about awareness, isn't it? Because m- many of us, we want to do the right thing. We really do. We don't want to just keep destroying what few resources we have left uh, on this planet. And so I think once we become, certainly for me, once I started to become acutely aware of the impact of continuing to buy all this plastic, it just was ridiculous. I thought, I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. How, How did you do that, said, Sophie? You can't go back, actually, can you? You can't. I mean, then... You absolutely, you're so right. I think yeah. once you've stepped on the green path, you can't. But a lot of it, I mean, what, why I wrote the book is because so much of it has to be practical for women. And I wrote it for women because, you know, I think oftentimes we're the decision makers in the, in the home and the, you know, we, we, we're powerful. We make a lot of choices and a lot of decisions. But for me, it has to be practical because I can have all these intentions and then I forget my bags. Often. <laughs> I mean, for years, I'd get to that checkout and, oh, no, they were in the laundry room or in the car. So I've found lots of tricks and little tips and things that will help you not to get in that situation. All right, well, let's take some of them because you are. The book is very specific, which I think, which you're so right, we need that. Otherwise, we keep making excuses and why we can't do it and we don't know how, but there's no excuse if you get gorgeously green and you've got these eight simple steps. Should we take, let's start with one of the steps. Okay, so... One of the steps would be to get just you, to get organized first thing in the morning uh, before you start out for your day to think right what am I going to need for, for during the course of today because otherwise you'll always get caught unawares. So the three things that I always think about are okay number one reusable bags. What I actually do is I take the kind of bag that are they're called uh, chico bags and they're the little ones that fold back into a little t- teeny pouch. And I keep four of them in my purse all the time. And that way I don't have to carry around those bulky bags, which I always forget. Then I get to the checkout, and no matter where my mind has been that day, they are there. And people are always amazed because they're tiny, and you bring them out, and they fold, you know, they open up into a big... So where can we buy the Chico bags? Actually, you get one free with the purchase of my book. And um, and if you want more, you just go to Chico, I think it's ChicoBag.com, and that's C-H-I-C-O. And they're fantastic. I cannot recommend these bags more highly. I have loads of them, and you can fill them with watermelons and gallons of milk and whatnot, and they, they won't, they're very sturdy. And you can put them in your pocketbook because uh, you're so, I mean, if, you're, if they're in your bag, you are, you're going to have them all. The, you're like going to have them. Yeah. And then once you've unloaded, once for me, once I've unloaded them in my kitchen, I fold it back into its little pouch and back into my purse. And I don't even know that it's there because they're teeny. So for me, because I'm very forgetful, that is the only way that I remember. So buy Gorgeously Green, Eight Simple Steps to an Earth-Friendly Life, and then you get one free Chico bag. You do. And okay. then you can always get some more. So that's one tip. And then the other, the other thing that I do is I think, okay, so I'm out and about for a lot of today. I'm shopping. I'm working, whatever. So I'm going to need water. 
and I will not buy plastic water bottles anymore. However, I don't want to get caught unawares, so I set off with my reusable uh, water bottle. And then I also think, well, hang on a minute, I'm probably, maybe today, going to want to stop at a coffee shop. And so I make sure that I have my reusable coffee mug. So those are three really easy, simple things that you can just have at the ready by the door, put them by the door the night before, and then you will not forget. So, Sophie, do you keep those in the car? You don't put those in your pocketbook either. You need a no, backpack no, what to I travel do around. Is, no, no. Oh, <laughs> they'll come up with one soon, some like, thing that blows up into it. But, um, no, what I do is I, I put them by my purse. By the door. So the night before, there's my purse there. I know, don't even have to think about the bags because they're always there in my purse. Um, but then I put the water bottle and the the reusable mug and the water bottle by my purse. So, so it has to be a matter me. of routine, is what you're saying. Like, it's a routine. Like your cell phone and your keys, you're gonna have, you're gonna, you know, it has to be just part of your routine. And then it does because yeah. I think a lot of going green is is changing habits, and it takes a good, you know, five or six weeks to really change a habit. And, and, and for me, if I don't really get organized with that, then, then somewhere along the line I just keep forgetting and, oh, well, never mind, I'll have to go and buy, a, you know, a plastic water bottle. And these are things that if enough of them do them, they just will become, it'll become normal. It'll become a normal way of life that we don't keep on having to, you know, buy more plastic and paper and whatnot. Now you also talk. You, you also talk about like beauty. Like we really, sh- as women, uh, we should be very concerned about the kind of makeup we use and the hair products we use because it's very easy to go green if we want to. And that all that information is in the book. But let's, you know, what are some of the basic kinds of tips that we can think of for makeup, for instance? Well, makeup, you know, I, I go through the whole of the beauty routine because, you know, really, I thought. Once I started to really research this, I realized that there were so many toxins and and chemicals in in the products that we use from, you know, conditioner to shampoo to body lotion and whatnot that we just need to start getting aware so that we can make choices about the healthiest thing for us. Um, And then I got to makeup, which I love makeup personally, and I thought, you know, there's no point. I need makeup, even if I don't love it. Yes, actually, that's true. I need it. yeah, whether I like it or not, I, I need exactly. definitely need to get that on first thing in the morning. Um, so having done the whole, but you know, I'm using all this lovely, you know, natural organic shampoo and body lotion and whatnot. Then I thought there's no point in slapping on makeup that's toxic. So what I did was I really looked around and tried to find for the best brands that contain none of the, the sort of worst offenders. Now makeup is a hard one. It's much harder than than uh, body lotions and skincare products because a lot of the chemicals are much more carefully hidden. It's hard to really find out what's in your makeup. When you so say I, hidden, does that mean they, they aren't required to put the uh, well, ingredients? Well, they do. They do. But it's if you know when you buy a mascara, I mean, how hard is it to start, you know, looking at the outer package and squinting and reading all those, you know, hundreds of chemicals on your foundation and, and whatnot? And, and also really understanding, you know, what's, what's good and what's not good. So I've tried to make that as easy as possible in the book. And then I've also given a few really great alternatives. And these are our, our alternatives that, let me tell you, because, you know, like you and I, I, I love makeup, I need makeup, and I really need it to be effective. Yeah. And you've used 
used it so you, you know it's a, we only have a couple minutes left, but so you've used it, you know it's effective because I have this kind of like, and I know this is totally off base, but well, if it's if it's green makeup. It's not going to work as well. It's not going to work as well, exactly, but that's not true. You know, it really isn't. And I, every single thing that I recommend in my book, I have personally tried, and I'm extremely picky and fussy. So I wanted to do the work for everybody and go, you know what, these things work. And they, and they do work, work. And I'll tell you, one minute to go, that yeah. if you go online and you look at Sophie and you can see her on the, uh, you know, on uh, her website, gorgeouslygreen.com, you can also see her on Oprah's show. We'll, you can see that the makeup does work. <laughs> you do, you're gorgeously green. Thank so, you. uh, we can, uh, you can purchase the book, bookstores everywhere, online, amazon.com, and also then you get one of those little Chico bags. And you do. You can, yeah. Great. Great having you on the show today. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you very much. Sophie Uliano. And she is really gorgeously green. Go to gorgeouslygreen.com. I'm Catherine Fox, your social worker with a microphone, with my co-host Lauren Beller. You're listening to Voice America Women's Network. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back in a minute. Talk radio that informs, entertains, and enlightens you. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. JackLalane.com presents Jack Lane Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. Each week, Jack is joined by Elaine Lalane and his nephew, bodybuilder, kinesiologist, and personal trainer, Chris Lalane, to answer your questions and help you overcome your fitness roadblocks. That's three times the diet and fitness know-how. Three times the entertainment. Tune in every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific to Jack Lalane Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. Have issues, parenting, addictions, disorders, anxiety, stress. How do we expand on what's working and improve what's not? Let Quantum Leaps with Beth Wilson bring you a high energy approach to personal growth and creative life change. Listen every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Women's Channel. Let Beth bring you back to sanity with a blend of humor and perspective so you can make the change you need. Quantum Leaps with Beth Wilson, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, here on Voice America Women's Channel. For the most current and up-to-date information and options in childbearing, family health, and parenting, tune in to Celestia Renese's Timely Topics in Childbirth, broadcasting every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you don't know your options, you don't have any. We don't beat you over the head with our opinion. And we listen to yours. The new face of talk radio. Voice America Women's Radio Network. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Welcome back to the Catherine Zox Show. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. You're listening to Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone, and her co-host Lauren Deller on the Voice America Women's Network. 
Joining us in this half hour are Lauren Allison and Lisa Perry. They have written the funniest book. I just finished it yesterday. The woman who is always tan and has a flat stomach. I totally identified with that. Uh, you know, the overprotective PTA mom who needs to be resuscitated after she finds out her son was fed a hot dog, or the couple who sends out the annual holiday letter about how their little Timmy came up with an alternative to fossil fuels. Less than perfect moms are going to be able to relate to uh, 50 of these most annoying people, which we will find in the book. The woman who is always tan has a flat stomach. Lauren and Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning, Catherine. Are you guys as funny as you are in the book? I mean, I was... So I was you think more, we are. I think you are, too. These are very funny. I, I call them vignettes, kind of, but... Uh, I mean, I there, obviously there were some that I identified more than others, but uh, talk to us about what you, well, why, I mean, I understand, I think, why you put the book together, because, boy, I always felt that way. You have all these women who are the perfect moms, making you feel really bad, and... Um, <laughs> yes. Well, the the way it started was that, you know how you get those annoying Christmas letters where people send you how... You know, their daughter is singing or taking classes at Juilliard and they're, you know, all of this fabulous stuff. They just finished their trip around the world and, and so I decided to rebel one year and sent out a Christmas letter that was completely honest about what we had done. It was hysterical. I get this letter and it is in January we cleaned out the garage. And in February, we changed the porch light bulb that had been burned out <laughs> in September. I mean, like your life really is, telling you the way it really is for the holidays. And so then we get, the next year, we get a letter talking about the Krispy Kreme opening um, in Denver when that's where we live. <laughs> it was and, a highlight, yes. And Lisa had stood in line for two hours and then only purchased two donuts because they have Partially hydrogenated vegetable oil. Well, in they them. used to. Okay. Anyway, I was um, so people kept saying we looked forward to these letters every year, and so people kept saying you should write a book, and so she did, and, and I decided to help her. And I mean, this is. I mean, the thing, I, I just found these so funny. These all, each one of these vignettes, and, and I don't know which ones who belong. You know, belongs to which one of you, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, I mean, let's take some of them, though. I mean, the one about the, the uh, this is the one that I identified with, the perfect brownie leader. You go on this brownie trip, you've got your throwaway camera that you couldn't even find, but you found it, you know, in the bottom of the drawer. You go with the other parents who have the digital cameras, and they have the the uh, computer, and she's hooked up to the, this mother is hooked up the digital camera to the computer, sending pictures home to the parents already while they're on this trip, that kind of right. stuff. Yes. I've been with using, people like that. Using global positioning satellites, exactly. I might add. Yeah. Exactly. And, Catherine, sadly, this is autobiographical for me. But I am the brownie leader. I was the one that said, now, our motto should be, you can marry more money in one minute than you can make in a lifetime, instead of ask not what your country can do for you. So um, this other leader's, literally her husband had been a Navy SEAL, you know, and literally they had gone on their honeymoon, 
you know, to the Antarctic tundra kind of thing, <laughs> you know, where I was sitting in a lawn chair my entire honeymoon. So um, she was outdoorsy and I wasn't. But but you know what I found in the book, which because I kind of grew up, I mean, I, my kids grew up in, in the suburbs, and it's a similar kind of community as you're describing. But you talk about some of these women who get, you know, who are, you know, making, uh, uh, you know, Pumpkins for Halloween, where the, each one of the heads looks like uh, the presidents of the United States, and I'm bringing in my squished pumpkin that I had to go quickly to buy to the grocery store so I could go to the thing, whatever it was, the Halloween party. Right. But some mm-hmm. of these women, Lauren and Lisa, um, you know, Stanford graduates, these all these really bright, intelligent women have reduced themselves to this kind of competition, which I always found like, get me out of here. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. But you're not bitter, Catherine. Here you go. No, <laughs> no I'm no, not bitter. Because you channel all of that energy into something, and then it's just so over the top, you know, and, and it's just... I don't know, and then it makes the rest of us not able to just really keep up. Well, like, the perfect soccer I... mom who knows all the international rules of soccer, <laughs> yeah. who hasn't been there, right? I know. Mm-hmm. I, I know. don't even know where you buy the soccer shoes or where you're supposed to buy the <laughs> uniforms. And then you've got, and they know every, and they they do. But you know, at the time, I have to say, they do make you feel bad, though. I mean, I used to think I've got to get a grip on this because you know, <laughs> I have two graduate degrees. I'm a smart woman. Yeah. I can't totally get into this, but they're not going to make me feel bad. Mm-hmm. No, I know. Well, you know, at soccer, we had tournaments all weekend. And for me, you know, once they switch sides at halftime, it takes me until the end of the game to figure out which goal we're trying to go toward mm-hmm. again. So it's mm-hmm. ridiculous because exactly. you care so much. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying to keep up, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, but our book is a virtual guidebook on how to cope with this. And we find if you just lower your standards a little bit, <laughs> right? life is good. Right. Yeah. Lower your standards. You're so right. I mean, you, here's one that, I mean, I have a friend. You talk about the woman who, the photographing and the scrapbooking and every detail of their lives are perfect. I have like a, and I, I have like a, it's probably four feet by six feet, a uh, carton of yep. photographs. Right. I'm impressed. But I haven't done anything with them. And I <laughs> but didn't... you took that many photos. Yeah. I took the photos, but can I tell you what I did? And your book just, I mean, it just sort of set me off. I was thinking about all these things. Um, I actually, 10 years ago, when I had another big barrel of them, I realized I was never going to get them. I was like, just like you describe in the book, your feelings about, you know, putting these things in a scrapbook. I got my cleaning lady to spend two weeks putting my photos in a scrapbook. I said, just do them according to, like, if it's beach, I don't care. Try to match them up like a puzzle. It's Yay. better than sitting in the barrel. And then look at the boys' ages, because I have three boys. See, you know, if you can kind of match that up. You know what? She did a good job. 85% of them are fairly accurate. Good what enough, right? A fabulous idea. <laughs> what a fabulous idea. Well, and you have three boys? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no way you could be expected to do that. So. Exactly. So I thought I'd add that one to your, your oh. when you write your next <laughs> In our next book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So, all right. So, which one would you say, apply, you know, we've got so many, we've got 50 stories here, all right? So, uh, which one would you say, Lisa, Lauren, which one applied to, you know, that well, you identify? Yeah. Lauren is the perfect grammar mom, definitely. And once a uh, policeman pulled her over for speeding, and at the end he said to her, okay, now drive safe. And she said, you mean safe? Lee, and he said, no, my name isn't Lee, and she said, no, that you must use correct grammar, 
And uh, what what happened after that, Lauren? Did well, he, he sped away. <laughs> I don't know why. You're but, lucky. Um, you know, this is a way to scare off tickets, I guess. <laughs> but, um, You're lucky they didn't put you in jail overnight. Well, I thought that. But, I'm, but I'm proud of my grammar. I mean, just the fact that my family refers to me as the grammar bitch, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't either, because I have a grammar thing, too. And my boys always say, do you think people really want you to correct their grammar? <laughs> yes, yeah, they do. Yeah, Adjectives they do. instead of adverbs? Come on. Yeah, and I don't what care. What worse? Uh, I, I, okay, global yeah. warming, but other than that. <laughs> yeah. I have one other story to share with you because it brought up so much, and I think, you know, you want to get all these stories from other women. I mean, I think this is just such a great idea. <laughs> it, help, it will help them to get through those 10 years of, of, of you know, child rearing. Absolutely. Uh, the, here's one for you. Put okay. it in your next book because this happened to me with my middle son. I mean, I had three boys under the age of six. So birthday parties, birthday parties, birthday parties. I, time for one of his birthday parties. I had no birthday present. So I took one of his books that I had just given him. I wrapped it up, gave it to him, four years old. The kid at the party opens it up, and my son Johnny looks and goes, oh, my God, that's my present. He was so upset. That was, what a horrible mother. I, he has never forgiven me that. He's, I mean, I said, tell your psychiatrist. I couldn't help it. No, was, I think that's perfectly I legitimate. Think it, I think that's it's more like, than legitimate. I think that's going green, Catherine. Yeah. Going, exactly. Yeah, it's going and, green. And so what if it costs you two years of therapy down the road for Because <laughs> yeah, I won't be paying for it then. He well, can pay for it. you know, it. hopefully he can hang on, yeah, until he's old enough to pay for it himself. It's exactly. a totally PC to be doing that. <laughs> but the <laughs> other recycle, side of recycle, it. Recycle, recycle. So, very good. Was that a good one? And I think the other side of it, which is what you would have in your book, you know, because there are these women who they go at the beginning of the fall of the season for school and they have presents all pre, you know, oh. you know what I mean? They're all set up. Oh. They've got the girls' presents and the boys' presents and oh. the birthday. And so they're all ready when that happens. Oh, you know, what's the, the fun of that? I know. I want to be in Target right away in the morning, just like every other mom. Yeah. Or <laughs> at midnight, begging them you know? to reopen. Please <laughs> let me in. Peeling away the glass doors <laughs> with your fingers. Please, store manager. I need to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I know. Well, you know, and part of it was that my daughter had attended a Cinderella birthday party. And, you know, when when there's a, a moat dug around the house, then, you know, you're, not, you're in trouble. I and live expect- horses, it's too much. Yeah. yeah. I just kept going to the car to my glove compartment to get more Prozac. So. <laughs> yeah, instantly working Prozac. Well, That's you never know. America needs. There's the placebo effect. <laughs> I call on that. And you're so right. And what happens is one party gets, you know, one builds up, one mother, they, the competition gets right. really stiff for yeah. the right. best party, doesn't yeah. it? And then you just have to bow out, I think. I know. Like, and then I'm sitting there, we're, we're gluing dry macaroni onto construction paper, yeah. you know, and that's about all I can think of. And that's your birthday party. <laughs> enjoy it, right? The traditional Italian birthday party. <laughs> the macaroni, dried macaroni thing. Remember, I'm Norwegian. Oh, oofta. <laughs> so when's the next book coming in? Well, first we have this, this book you can buy online, bookstores everywhere. The woman who is always tan and has a flat stomach. We all know her. And uh, Lauren, and Allison, and Lisa Perry. And you guys are from Denver. We are. Yes. 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 So you can catch one of our non-motivational speeches sometime <laughs> if you're in Denver. Are you just doing them in Denver? Denver? No, no we're, we're starting to do them all over. But mm-hmm. we have a website, The Woman Who's Always Tan, and we're on YouTube. And 
We have don't a, go on YouTube. It's we have too embarrassing. <laughs> we have the link to YouTube <laughs> on our website and a little information about our seminars. And yeah, you can get our, our books anywhere, Barnes and Noble, Borders, anywhere. So. Terrific. You guys are great. Love your stories. And uh, maybe I'll have a few more to add to oh, them. We would yeah. love it. Three yeah, great, boys yeah. under the age of six. We're, yeah. we're, we're going to do itself. Follow yeah, right. around. <laughs> That's a story in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> have a good day, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you, Catherine. The woman who is always tan and has a flat stomach. And go on. Look at these ladies on YouTube. They're great. Lauren Allison and Lisa Perry. I'm Catherine Zox with Lauren Beller on Voice America. Women's Network, we will be back in a minute with Dr. Arthur Agustin. He is the author of The South Beach Diet. He's got a new book, The South Beach Diet Supercharged. Talking about what you care about. News, relationships, health, finances. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Women's Radio Network. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Let's face it, hormones happen. Whether you are male or female, hormones have an impact on your overall well-being. Dr. Hart brings to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel timely topics that answer your lifelong questions about hormones in men, women, and teens. Tune in to Optimal Wellness every Monday at 12 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Optimal Wellness. Live life well. Live life long. Live life to the fullest. We talk with you, not at you. We're Voice America, Women's Radio Network, the new face of talk radio. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Welcome back to Voice America Women's Network. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone with Lauren Beller. I think Lauren's with me. She uh, IN'd me during the break and she's telling me, I'm coughing, I'm muting you. because, <laughs> And I know what that feels like now. See, I wasn't as sympathetic or empathetic before because I, uh, you know, hadn't had that horrible coughing thing that you've got. So uh, just tell me if you can't talk. No, I'll I'm keep doing talking. okay. What do you think? Those ladies are so Oh, my God. That, you so- know what? You have to get the. That is the funniest book. They are so fun. They are. I love that they take their humor and and just tell. They just tell it like it is. 
I identified with that. I can't tell you. Each one of those stories, we only covered a few of them. But really, like I always, I mean, maybe you don't feel that way because you came at it as an older mother and you came in after having a 15-year career. Although I had a, I was an older mother too, but I just, I was like, those mothers who just make you feel like you're just like really inadequate, you know, sewing every costume for how, I mean, on and on. It was like I had to kind of bow out mentally, but uh, they write it in such a humorous fashion. It's very, very funny. I can relate to it in different ways. I mean, they're, they're, they're coming at it from a parenting standpoint pretty much, but there's, I mean, I sometimes was that girl that people were always, you know what I mean? You I were was, the per- and I don't. I never meant to be. So I could relate. It was interesting. And I don't. You think were the I, perfect girl who had the flat stomach and tan, and everybody hated you. Yes, but I didn't realize I was until much later. I can see that actually. I mean, if you go online, go to Lauren's website, go to BigFishNation.com, and there is a picture of you in your bathing suit with your hair pulled back, tan, flat stomach, and you are that girl. You should have. I do not have a picture of me <laughs> in my bathing suit. Well, it's a t- halter top, isn't it? No, it's a. It's a sweater top. But it's a top top. You look really sexy. You look very... <laughs> you are so funny. But my point is is that I think now I'm less like... I, I don't really care. I mean, I was listening to Sophie talk about makeup. I'm like, you know, some days I don't even put this stuff on. But I work from my house and I don't leave, you know? Well, now you don't. And you shouldn't. You make all the other mothers feel jealous. <laughs> <laughs> But we have we have our doctor on. We have Dr. Arthur Agustin, and he is, as we all know, uh, the author of The South Beach Diet. But he's got a new book, The South Beach Diet Supercharge, Faster Weight Loss and Better Health for Life. So we're really talking about not just weight loss but lifestyle change. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you on, Doctor. Hi, it's good to be with you, and thank you for emphasizing lifestyle. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a major point. Yeah, and, it, it, and I think that's important, lifestyle. It isn't just about dieting. But one of the things, because I was looking at your video on uh, on the net, and one of the things you said I want you to address, because I think this is really the crux of it, you know, when you have a lifestyle change and perhaps you follow your tips, which we're going to talk about, but you don't necessarily, you know, you always... You can't do it perfectly. So a lot of people, when you figure, well, I can't do it perfectly because I'm not going to do it at all, not true. Give yourself a break, right? Oh, absolutely. And, boy, it's, it's, it's true in, 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 so, in so many ways. Um, and, you know, the, the big problem in, in this country is, is, as far as diet, is people think of a diet as short-term, quick weight loss, uh, fitting into, a, I guess, a, a bathing suit or something else. And and the other thing is this just un, unreal, unrealistic um, models of, of, of women on on the cover of, of, of magazines, the, the, the super thin, often, often unhel- unhealthy. And those are, you know, those are two, two major problems. And what's happened to the country in general is a sedentary lifestyle has snuck up on us in ways that we haven't appreciated. When we're sitting slumped over a computer all day, um, even as opposed to more traditional office work, when you were up around more, carrying things, it's a it's a big difference that we we talk about um, uh, in 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 the book. And and fast food has has inundated us. We don't have. Uh, the family meals seem to be uh, something of the past and, and, and whole foods. And it's combined uh, to increase inflammation in, in, in the population. And it's just not about weight and cosmetics. It's about our overall health 
And it's not just about heart attacks and strokes or diabetes. It's Alzheimer's, macular degeneration, many forms of cancer. And you talk about in your book, even doctor for baby boomers, and we get 78 million of us, you know, sexual dysfunction, erectile dysfunction. It affects your sex life. It, it, it really is all-encompassing in terms of your whole gestalt, your whole body, right? Yeah, not, yeah. Your chapter overfed and undernourished, and yeah. uh, I think that says it all, that's, actually. That's, what, that's exactly what we are, and it's interesting. There was just an article about the association of several traditional cardiac risk factors with erectile dis- dysfunction and sexual dysfunction, and it's very, it's clear that that erectile dysfunction in particular is very much has to do with just vascular function. And when, you, when you're overweight, when you're eating the wrong foods, when you're hyperinflammatory, um, your vessels don't react as well. We measure vessels in our arm. It's called brachial artery reactivity. But the ability of our, of our vessels to dilate and increase blood flow anywhere um, is a very sensitive marker. And when we don't exercise, we eat the wrong foods, um, and we develop what are some traditional heart risk factors that very much affect sexual function. Yeah, and you and you talk about in the book um, men, I guess particularly men, right, with the big stomachs hanging over their belts. That, that that's really a marker for a risk for risk factors for sexual dysfunction and for all of the other things that you talk yes, about. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's it's women also. It's more often more obvious in men. But the central obesity, it's interesting. It's, a, it's, it's really a survival mechanism for early man. When food was available, it was, it was a mechanism for eating more, uh, storing fat in summer and fall when food was available, getting a little fuel reserve like a, like a gas tank in your belly that helped you survive the famine in the winter. But now that we're all feasts with no famine, we're all working around in this really survival mode with exaggerated swings in blood sugar, supersizing our meals. The supersizing is not a conspiracy of the food industry. It's a physiologic change that a big proportion of Americans have, um, and almost all those who are overweight. And we, the, the good news is we understand it now. And there shouldn't be so much diet con- confusion. The, the principles of, that were beyond low fat versus low carb, the right fats, the right carbohydrates, lean protein, plenty of fiber. We all agree on that. The challenge is how to apply it in our crazy lives. So in other words, survival of the fittest now, the fittest means literally the fit, the thinnest. I mean, uh, cavemen, maybe the, the fattest <laughs> or yes. the ones who could store the fat, but now since society, you know, it's changed, yes. it would be survival of the thinnest. Yes, and uh, it, it, as a matter of fact, that's that, that's true. And, and in fact, there are there are some people with a very low dose of what we call the thrifty genes who can eat anything they want. We all know people like that. We love to hate them. Yeah, and I don't it, invite them uh, for dinner. Yes, and they you know and and they stay thin. And what I always say is, well, those people they wouldn't have survived in early time. They're very bad fat stores. And they wouldn't have survived in in the wild, but they do well in modern society. But most of us have some degree of this uh, these thrifty genes that store fat, and it's exacerbated when we're when we're eating fast food and and, and starches and and sugars that just increases the swings in blood sugar and makes us hungry all the time. So the South Beach Diet Supercharge is very specific in terms of how to change our lifestyle in a healthy way. And you really take us through it even to the end and giving us 
recipes, uh, you know, really healthy recipes, but tasty recipes also, things that you would want to eat. We have two minutes left. I just want you to mention, like, one of the major differences in, in the um, – in this in the South Beach diet supercharged as opposed to just the South Beach diet because you've added you talk about functional core fitness and interval training. Yeah, well, let's talk quickly about the interval training because okay. one of the big problems, particularly as women, is the complaint of plateauing. Um, they're on a diet, and what I see in my practice, I call it the, you can never be too thin syndrome because women will improve their blood chemistry. They look fine to me and my staff and their families, but they always want to lose a little bit more. And if at that point you starve yourself, it's not healthy, you will yo-yo back. You, you, if you want to lose more, once you've lost cravings, have good blood chemistries, if you want to lose more, you can. It has to be through exercise. The best way is to interval exercise. Just walk, instead of walking for an hour straight, do 20 minutes where you do bursts of high-intensity exercise uh, for about 30 seconds at a time. We, we give very good guidelines for walking program, but you, you can apply the same principles. I do it on the elliptical trainer. 30 seconds um, left, but I wanted, to leave with that. I wanted to leave with that one because uh, I learned something from that because I am a walker, and I'm going to start doing just what you talk about, you, interval training. Excellent. Yeah, the South Beach Diet Supercharged, right I just want you can buy the book, bookstores online, Amazon.com. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Good to be with you. Dr. Arthur Agustin, Catherine Zox with Lauren Beller. We're going to say goodbye this morning. You've been listening to Voice America Women's Network. I'm your social worker with the microphone. Lauren and I say have a great day, and we'll see you next week.